1: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Harvey, the hardest working man inside that 30 mile zone. What's going on, buddy?
1: Hey, Gentry. How you doing?
2: I'm doing fantastic. I keep hearing the word shocking every time I read one of these articles or I've been digging into this TMZ investigates who really killed Michael Jackson. We'll find out tonight, according to our guest here, Harvey Levin. But again, I keep hearing the word shocking. We will be shocked tonight, huh?
1: You no know, most people think that this doctor conrad murray the person who was prosecuted convicted and sentenced and served time um is the reason michael is dead today he's the doctor that was in michael's bedside when he when he died it is so not the story michael this is a story twenty five years in the making that in nineteen eighty four michael was horribly burned during the shooting of a pepsi commercial and he was put on opioids for pain which was appropriate thing is doctors never weaned him off it and because they didn't a lot of them realized that Michael needed drugs because he hadn't been weaned off it. And they could get close to him being close to this huge celebrity by fueling his addiction. And there were a lot of doctors that simply did that. And one of them, his name is Arnold Klein. He was a very famous Beverly Hills dermatologist. Arnie Klein pumped Michael with massive doses of Demerol, day after day, almost every day in the months leading up to his death for three hours at a time to get him high in his medical office. And one of the people we talked to in the show is Debbie Rowe. And Debbie was Michael's ex-wife, mother of two of his kids. She would not talk about Michael, but she worked for this doctor, Arnie Klein, for 27 years. That's how she met Michael. And she goes on camera. This is the first time she's ever spoken. And she talks about the lengths to which Arnie Klein would try and ingratiate himself with celebrities. And, you know, one story that she tells, which I think is shocking, is that, like, a celebrity would call up and say, look, I'm having a party on Saturday night. We'd love for you to come. By the way, can you bring drugs, party drugs? And people would show up at the party, and there'd be 90 Percocet in the candy dish. That's the length to which these, some of these doctors would go just to, you know, rub elbows with
2: celebrities. Harvey, how has your uh, perception of Michael Jackson's character changed over the course of these last 12 years? Because TMZ was there at the very beginning. You guys covered his death. Uh, You probably were on top of it more than any other outlet. We broke the story. Yeah, you did break the story. And then now here you are breaking yet another one. Has your uh, outlook on Michael Jackson, on his character, has it changed over the course of finding out all this information?
1: What's changed for me is that, look... You know, on a level, you could say Michael is responsible for his own death. I mean, there are some people who say that. For me, I don't see it that way, that when somebody gets addicted, addiction is such a powerful thing that you need, you need, uh, you need people surrounding him to help. And he never got that. His family tried a couple of times. But the problem with that is that when the family tries, it's one thing. But when doctors all around Michael are fueling this, It's impossible. And so anybody who knows anybody who is struggling with addiction knows the power of that addiction. And I just find it incredibly sad that because of an injury, and by the way, this isn't the first person for this to happen to, that an injury causes addiction, and then when you can't get the proper care to wean off that medicine, It just becomes a tragedy, and it's hard to say somebody's to blame when addiction takes over their... Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. Oh,
2: Our guest, Harvey Levin, of course, from TMZ, and he's also uh, been in the courtroom. I know that you went to school at the University of Chicago Law School. So now you have this new information about this Dr. Klein. Maybe we'll find out others are involved as well when you watch tonight, 8-7 Central on Fox. Who really killed Michael Jackson? But what about when it comes to the law? Do you think that there are going to be convictions or there are going to be some questions answered from some of these names that you're mentioning tonight legally?
1: I mean, I don't, because, look, I think the statute of limitations has run on involuntary manslaughter long ago, and I think that in terms of prosecuting, even prosecuting, even have they prosecuted somebody like Klein, his defense is, look, I may have given him Demerol, um, and, you know, Klein's answer is, I gave him Demerol because I was doing acne treatments. And like, you know, the coroner says on our show, I never heard of somebody doing a three-hour acne treatment, putting him under with Demerol every day. But nonetheless, Klein would say, look, you know, he died from a propofol overdose, not because of the Demerol, not because of anything I did, but the detective in the case says his death was inevitable because of everything that was being done with people like Klein. So it's one of those things where legally, I don't know that there will be accountability, but forgetting about legally, just in terms of humanity, it's shocking. It's just shocking.
2: Did you guys try to get any comments from Michael's children? I, I know Paris and uh, Prince are Debbie's uh, children with Michael. What uh, What is their comments on this, or would they even be willing to comment?
1: Uh, we, we We reached out to some family members, and they did not want to participate. And I can understand that. Um, and it's really not about them. It's really about all of you know, all of the things that went on with Michael. And by the way, the family sued the production company that put on the This Is It tour. And that was the tour he was rehearsing for when he died. And, uh, you know, they lost that lawsuit. But I will tell you, there we get into that, and there is no way... No way he was going to finish that tour. No way. He was at death's door during rehearsal. And the people who were running this production company knew it. And I know they knew it because we got videotaped depositions of them. And lawyers for the family read the emails that these executives were sending to one another about Michael's State. And it is shocking. And they knew it. And they just kept pushing him.
2: Another thing that was uh, shocking to me, Harvey, as I was reading over some of this stuff, Uh, Michael had 19 fake IDs and he would go doctor shopping. I know we want to give him a a benefit of the doubt because of the powerful drugs he was on, but you got to know you're doing something wrong when you're making 19 fake IDs.
1: Even fake IDs; they were just aliases. So doctors knew. Obviously, they knew it was Michael Jackson, but they were happy to prescribe under these aliases. And when a doctor starts prescribing hard drugs on aliases, they know what's up. Why would you? Why would you put Michael's um, uh, prescription in the name of a different person? Sometimes fictitious, sometimes actual, real names of people. Why would you do that if it were on the up and up 19 Aliases.
2: What do you hope to accomplish at the end of this tonight? Who really killed Michael Jackson? We're going to find out more. Eight seven Central on Fox on the Big Network with TMZ and our guest here, Harvey Levin. But what's the end game? What do you hope to accomplish after this airs?
1: I think it's important to see. To, you know, I, I've done stories on this. You know, even before TMZ when I was a, a reporter over at CBS in Los Angeles about doctors who, you know, just. Uh, do things that really hurt people and, in some cases, kill people. And, you know, I I just think all of this stuff needs to be talked about, um, about the way, and it's not just celebrities. I mean, look what's going on with the opioid crisis right now. And, you know, people need to see that... It is so important that doctors not cross these lines, which they have done a lot, and not not all of them, obviously, but some of them, enough of them, that people have died. I mean, Debbie Rowe just starts sobbing during the interview and says, I don't know how many people died as a result of what went on in this office, but she said she feels partly responsible for it. So, you know, hopefully this will open people's eyes a little a little wider.
2: Finally, Harvey, why do you think Debbie did the interview with you? Did you guys offer her a bunch of cash? I mean, what do you think her motive was? No,
1: no, no. Why now? I, I, she, I, I think she, look, I don't know. She never said, here's why I'm doing it. But I think she really wanted to talk about what happened in the office. Again, she wouldn't talk about Michael, but she wanted to talk about what happened in the office. And, you know, I I was not ready for what she ended up saying. I I had no idea that she was going to say all this, but she seemed to really want to say it, and it's very emotional and very revealing, Um, and I think it's just something that must have been building up in her for a long time.
2: Thanks for your time, Harvey. We'll all be watching Fox tonight, who really killed Michael Jackson. Uh, Good
0: luck with everything, Harvey. Nice work. You've been working hard.
1: Thanks again. It's 8 o'clock, 7 central on Fox.